21. Spout about. A duck stack about the spout that spouts about, and spouting about other spouts about. You'll be assigned points for how you navigate this week's duck stack. Some areas to focus on are technique, confidence, and style. Great news, everybody. I've carefully decided to let you read the duck stack. At no charge, refreshments are provided in your refrigerator or pantry or the store. The store will charge you a warehousing fee, however, because the store is unaffiliated with the duck stack. If anyone catches you reading this, you have my permission to activate the emergency self-destruct sequence and tell them you are just reading about life. This should throw them off your track, and you should be able to lose them with some fancy maneuvering on a drive to the store, which should harbor you at no charge until the danger passes. Then, you can pick up some refreshments, at no charge, for a small fee, and resume reading the duck stack, at no charge. My hope is that this will bring you fulfillment. Section. Lucky Charms. Any sufficiently pointless magic is indistinguishable from holistic medicine. Owens worked at a cool warehousing company with my friend, and we had the opportunity to witness a hostile takeover by holistic hippies. In some ways, this was cool. You don't get a chance to see too many hippies nowadays. They're a bit of a dying breed. On the other hand, they have a remarkable propensity to acquire unclean spirits as pets. It all started with Hippie Manager. I forget his name, because I always refer to him as just Hippie Manager. He was a chill and easygoing guy who drove a Scooby-Doo van covered in carpet. He was once a manager at a New Age Spiritualism smoothie restaurant, which employed a lot of college kids, and after he got hired, he just sort of started hiring all his old underlings over and we ended up with a dozen of very unskilled laborers doing computer work despite that they didn't know how things like what Control-C does. Anyway, this was like two decades ago, but they were all very into whatever the equivalent of TikTok was back then. Now, these people would give my friend and I pointers about aligning our chakras using energy crystals and feng shui and chiropractic. Apparently, there's some crystals that can sense negative energy and suck it up from the room, but even holistic magic rocks don't defy the laws of thermodynamics. You have to empty out their vacuum bag once in a while by leaving them in the moonlight or sunlight or whatever, unquote, to cleanse. My friend and I, being open-minded sorts, asked many questions, and we were pleased to report that this technology, according to its adherence, can be weaponized. A very confused coworker once assured me, yeah, after it's absorbed all the negative energy, I guess you really could just give it to somebody as a negative energy bomb, I guess. Most of them that we asked, though, they had clearly never given much thought to the possibilities offered by their system. They should be trying to take over the world. Later, my friend and I went to a New Age shop at one of the co-workers' recommendation, and we found all sorts of knickknacks, such as rocks with stickers on them that said, Blessed by Real Tibetan Monks. So I'm glad the monks out there have managed to find a nice marketing niche to support themselves on. They also had a spirit ray that would take a picture of your aura, which you could then put the photograph up on your wall or something. He also sold disco balls, which weren't magic, but some customers like them, so they're kind of fun, unquote. The non-college-age person that Hippie Manager hired to our team was his masseuse, who would give massages at no charge to co-workers instead of working. There were no cubicles, it was just a big open room, but apparently they were all very comfortable with this somehow. I think she was also a licensed Reiki demon channeler, but I've never really acquired a taste for having demons injected into my body, so I always declined her offers of spiritual adjustments at no charge, except for your immortal soul. She was nice enough, I guess, but all of them were weirdly shameless and also sick, like all of the time, as a hobby. Overall rating, 3.5 out of 10. I would not personally recommend this type of person. I would look elsewhere, though it certainly did make for an interesting experience. Section. History. 
My wife dumped me at the dump. I came back, though. One. Little one, are you a dog? No. Are you a cow? No. Are you a horse? No. Are you a little boy? No. Well, what are you? I'm a big brother. And then he goes right back into his own little world, bouncing around on the back of a chair and picking up random objects from the drawers and putting them on the floor. Took a big load of carpet to the dump. We just couldn't afford to care for it anymore. Anyway, I was hauling each individual sheet of carpet to the pile, which was taking a bit, and a nice guy in a giant bulldozer pulled up to me and said, You can drop them onto the concrete there. I'll just push it in. With this. And then he flashed a huge grin and patted the thing. He was obviously really excited to operate such a powerful machine. I think we should all aspire to be as happy with our jobs as that guy. 3. I read a friend's Warhammer fanfic for fun, and now I'm reading Warhammer lore. I guess I can see why people get into the game, despite it being obscenely expensive. Because they've created an entire universe that's designed to house self-inserts. A lot of races and history and a lot of things happening, but also a lot of blanks to be drawn however one imagines. I'm told Warhammer lore is grimdark, which is the darkest, grittiest, dark, dark genre possible, but so far it seems like a lot of the paragraphs saying, and these guys did bad things. They are so bad they really like bad things. And some variant of the word cruel apprehended to every noun and verb. But whatever, it's still got interesting world building, impressive, despite itself. Section. Surrealist podcast skit. Like the duck stack, except for the podcast part, The Organist is an experimental arts and music podcast, and I constantly remember with fondness the opening to this one. The performance itself is only a few minutes long. Give it a listen here. The end.